Hey guys, welcome to the What I Love About Men podcast. My name is Steph Ganowski, and as a men's coach, I'm on a mission to help men prioritize themselves, take ownership over their challenges, set boundaries in their relationships, and much more, all while adding a female touch and perspective. I hope this podcast helps you. We need you men, and as a woman, I'm rooting for you. Enjoy. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode on the What I Love About Men podcast. Today's episode, first of all, today's election day. Oh shit, there's so much tension, there's so much anxiety, there's so much energy that is all around crazy. Crazy madness, anxious anticipation of what is to come for our nation and for our futures individually. So there's a lot people feel is on the line. And then there's also that reminder that is floating around of regardless of who wins this election, because not everyone is going to be pleased with the turnout, right? But whoever does win, regardless of who wins, that you understand you have parts of your individual life that you can control and you have to stay focused on those. You know, especially during this time when it feels like there's a lot up in the air and then a lot of people feel disappointed. We have to focus on, all right, what, what are, what am I as an individual still in control over and what can I do to be the best man, woman, American person? And you want to stick to that. All right. Regardless of who wins, like I said, and I think, you know, as long as you have that control, then you feel that sense of power in yourself, which allows you to live more along the lines of how you want to live. All right. Um, so yeah, I know there's a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, like I said, anxiety, worry, and all that stuff, but let's just stay in control of what keeps you feeling in power and control over your own life and as an individual. So that is the topic of this conversation today. Uh, conversation with me, (laughs) I'm not interviewing anyone, but, um, But I did just want to make this a point today. Are you a free man in your relationship? Do you feel like a free man when it comes to women? Or do you feel like a slave? Do you feel like you're like you don't have freedom? Like you can't say what you want to say and you can't do what you want to do. And you can't express yourself fully because you're just terrified of what response you might get that might put you in a shakier place with your woman and you don't want her to you don't want things to be rocky and you don't want her to be upset so you start putting aside your own priorities and and really you put aside who you are and who you believe to be the strong version of you just for her pleasure and to keep her pleased And maybe it's not just about her. Maybe it's to keep people in general pleased. Maybe you're that guy who just is always looking to others and how to keep them happy and how to keep them pleased. And you sacrifice parts of yourself in order to do that. Because I can tell you, if that's you and you're sacrificing parts of yourself, you're not a free man. You're not a free man. And you got to ask yourself, do you want to be or not? Um... So I think it's just an important question, especially today on election day, thinking about freedom and, and, you know, our, 
just putting it into the context of relationship as I, as I always do is relate everything back to relationships and back to you men, especially. And I want you guys to ask yourself that question. And I want your, I want you to really think specifically of what a free man would look like to you. If you did have freedom in your relationship, what does that mean to you? What does that look like? Because for every man, it's different. So first, I want you to define what freedom means to you personally. And then I want you to ask yourself, all right, why, why do I get these certain types of freedom that I want? Why don't I get certain types of freedom that I'm continuously chasing, but it just never seems to happen in my relationship? And, you know, for instance, maybe you say, all right, well, I want the freedom to go out with my guy friends and not have her nag me about it or get upset about it or feel like I'm cheating on her. And then you could say, all right, well, why do I current, if you have this freedom, you could ask yourself, all right, why do I think I have this freedom? And maybe the answer is, okay, because I've put boundaries in place with my partner. You know, I told her from the very start of our relationship that this was something that was important to me and that it makes me feel like the man that I am and the man I want to be. So I continue to do it. And if she's not for it, then this relationship is not going to go anywhere in the future. So from, from the start, I put a boundary. Maybe it wasn't from the start. Maybe we had a discuss, you had a discussion with your partner and then you were able to place a boundary. And now you have the freedom to do that thing because she trusts that that's important to you and that it creates a part of you that makes you stronger, more masculine or less needy. Um, and she enjoys that part of you. So she likes that boundary and she wants you to go do that thing and give you that freedom because she can trust that you've already told her why that's important to you and why you need to do it from the very start or you made an effort to make it a very important topic to address and you have and now she has the trust to just let you be free and it feels good for the two of you. So maybe you're like, all right, that worked. That boundary actually worked and gave me freedom and that's probably why I feel like I have this freedom and it feels good. And then on the flip side of that, you know, going into maybe a situation where you guys don't have freedom, it's about asking yourself, all right, why do I think I don't have this freedom? And let's just use the same example of being able to go out and be with the guys and not feel, you know, judged or guilted for it or accused of cheating and any of those things. And you can ask yourself, all right, why do I, why do I feel not free here? Like, what am I, what do I think, what do I think I could do that maybe I'm not doing that's taking that freedom away or taking me out of the control seat of wanting that to be a part of my life? And then you, you could tell yourself, when you ask yourself questions, guys, your brain finds answers. You find a way to answer it based on a place that's coming from you and how you really feel. And that's why I'm always constantly telling my clients and telling all you guys, ask yourself good questions and you'll get good answers. If you never ask yourself questions, you'll never know the answers, you know? And that's why uh, it's just so important to ask simple and and in-depth questions when we get to things we're trying to figure out about ourselves or about our relationship or our partner. So... For instance, in this case, maybe your guy in that situation that I just explained and you would you would answer it like, all right, well, we never actually talked about why it's important to me. Um, she doesn't know. She thinks I'm just going out to cheat. I should address this in a conversation and maybe talk to her about why she feels I would do that. You know, why does she think when I'm going out with the guys, it means that I'm going out to look for another woman? 
she's obviously insecure in our relationship in some way and something caused her to feel that. So what can I do to put her more at ease? What can I do to sit down and have a conversation around this issue so that it's no longer an issue? What can I do to set a boundary? And what can I do to make this a part of my life again where I feel good about it? What can I do to when I'm guilted, I don't allow that guilt to control me? So it's really just putting yourself back in a place of power and control over your own life. This is not to be controlling in your relationship or controlling over her, make you a controlling partner. This is putting you back in the seat of control of your own life so that you feel like a free man with choices and options. And you're not just doing things for the sake of pleasing and you're not doing things for the sake of not shaking, not rocking the boat or walking on eggshells, that's not the reason why you're doing what you're doing. The reason you're doing what you're doing is because you want to fucking do it, and it makes you feel good. It makes you feel good as a man, and it's something you feel you should be doing. It's something you, you take pride in. It's something you get joy out of, and that's why you do it. I hear too many guys that do shit and say, you know, I only do this to make her happy, but, like, it's just a waste of fucking time for me. And I'm like, okay, why are you doing it then? What else can you do to make her happy that feels good for you and you can find out if it's good for her? Don't be a slave to your relationship. Be a free man in your relationship because at the end of the day, and this always, you know, I always relate it to women because I am a woman and a big benefit of working with me and listening to this podcast is to get a woman perspective on these situations, Right. But at the end of the day, I want you guys to always know that what I, what I share with you, the knowledge I share, the education I share is coming from a place of wanting you guys to feel better about yourselves as men and as people, you know, mentally, physically, emotionally. That's first. Then it's looking at, okay, how do women perceive this? All right. So I don't want you ever to think, oh, well, women want this. That's why you should be this kind of man. Well, women are attracted to this. That's why you should always do that. Don't get that confused. It's, okay, be this type of man. By the way, women really like this type of man. Like, maybe you should try setting boundaries because, by the way, women are desire you more when you set boundaries because you become a man with standards. And you become a man that isn't like every other man out there. So, of course, that's more desirable. Of course, women are more sexually attracted to that. So, that's always the point I'm trying to make is, okay, how can I make you guys point out to you how to be the best version of you you can be and then also tell you how with those with those standards with those raising your standards and improving your health and being more aware of your emotional state and where to express those emotions all of these trainings and teachings are also related to oh by the way women are biologically into this so it's really just winning on both ends okay but that's why i always tell my guys that I, that I coach is like, let's focus on you because we can't control what she does or says, but we can control what you do and say, right? Because you agree to working with me. I agreed to help you. I'm not helping her. I'm helping you. I'm focused on you. And then the more focused you are on yourself, the more likely you are to have women desire you because you're improving yourself. And women want a piece of that. Women want that energy of a man who's constantly improving himself. Women don't want a man who's like, uh, whatever, you know, it is what it is. Or like, I can't do anything about that. Or, 
you know, the situation fucking sucks and complaining about the same thing for a year. Like, women don't want that. Women want a guy that's like, all right, all right, well, I tried this. I'm going to try this next. All right, like, yeah, this this sucked. I had a really tough day. I'm just going to try again tomorrow. You know, you don't always have to be in a good mood. It doesn't mean you always have to be Mr. like on top of the world kicking kicking ass at every single thing because you're going to fall. You know, you're going to have shit moments, but it's how you handle those shit moments. It's how you respond to those shit moments that matters. And that's what makes you a strong man when it comes to, let's relate it back to women, when it comes to protection, when it comes to, you know, her feeling protected and safe and, and feeling like you're the leader in her life is how you respond to the hard times. It's not always winning. It's how you respond to the hard times. And that's honestly what makes you the, the strongest, right? If you think about it, think about all the hardest times in your life, all the worst experiences you've had that were the toughest that you had to really beat yourself up to get through. Those moments shaped you the most, right? They made you the strongest you could be in that area. Like they made you stronger in that area, always. You don't really learn from just constantly winning and constantly kicking ass at everything. You know, you got to get beat up a little so that you can fight. And so you could grow those muscles to fight back. You know, it's relating it back to the caterpillar becoming a butterfly. It's got to fight. And if you release the cocoon, the caterpillar can't grow the muscles to fight out of it and become a butterfly. So it just fucking dies. You need to fight to, to evolve into the best version of yourself. There needs to be a fight. There needs to be strength. And in order for there to be strength, there needs to be hardship. And that's why um, the book I'm reading, let's just stop and do a, a quick ad here. Um, <laughs> well, I'll just share with you the personal book I'm reading is Hard Times Create Strong Men. Um, it's written by Stefan Arneo. Fuck, I forget how to say his last name. I'm trying to think of it spelled out. I have the ebook, so it's on my laptop. But but um, I'll put the link, uh, the link in the description in the below. So check it out. This book is amazing, and it's written by this guy that's that's so pro masculine and really trying to bring masculinity back into our culture full force in a more traditional sense. And you know, I know it's not going to get all the way back to traditional sense, but but that strength. And he talks about how certain periods of civilization and and just going through life, you're going to see how what what happens in the environment is what shapes men to react the way they do. So it's just a really fascinating read. I'm loving it so much. I'm not even halfway yet, but there's just a lot in there to help you help you evolve as a man. Um, I'm not a man, but I highly recommend it to all men uh, to read because it does seem to be very uh, powerful when it comes to strengthening and masculinity and mindset perspective changes and really just reminding you guys to be come from that place of strength versus come from that place of wanting to please and wanting to do things because you're you know reacting on frustration or reacting on emotion it's more just how can you react as a leader how can you react more thinking logistically and really stay focused on you know how would a man really tackle this right now and it's it just helps you shape your mind um, coming from that perspective instead of today's perspective, which he he usually describes as more, you know, the the person who, you know, let's be honest, we're used to getting a immediate gratification in today's uh, today's generation is all. I mean, my generation has turned into this generation of just 
wanting to get things right away and not wanting to work that hard. And there's less work ethic and there's less leadership and there's more people feeling offended all the time instead of, and there's less fighters, you know, there's less as a woman, you know, women really look around and we see less men, less and less men who would probably be willing to fight in a war for us. You know, that's just based on things like that, where you're like, it's obviously going in a direction of less masculine and more weak in terms of mindset and and personality and just wanting to really be a man that that fights for what he wants and leads. And we need more leaders, guys. Like we need you. Women need you to step up and be the man in the situation. We need that. And we thrive on that. And I was talking to my coach about this today where it's like deep down, I think personally, and this may throw some people off. I don't think I have a lot of feminists that listen to this podcast, but if they uh, if they do, they probably won't like this. Um, I think that there's a lot of women who a lot of a lot of women who have become feminists in a sense where they were just brainwashed and just fell into being a feminist just because they were taught it was what you need to do if you're a woman today. Like you need to you need to fight. You need to be a man. You you need to not be a man, but you need to take control of every situation. You need to make, you can make all the money. You don't need a man. And now the next generation is being raised. These little girls, little tiny girls. I see like, I see shit on Instagram like this being raised into, you know, don't ask a boy for help. You don't need that. You're a strong little girl. Like you're an independent girl. You could do whatever you want by yourself all the time. And it's, it's just this brainwashing tactic to where they flat out say too, you don't need a man. (laughs) Like, so it's just really turning into this thing where at the end of the day, I think I think women, especially those far left women and feminist women, they want to be controlled. They want to be taken control over. They want to be dominated, but they don't want to admit it because they've either been brainwashed or they've been raised to think that they should have otherwise or they should want otherwise. And I really think biologically women want men as leaders. And women want, women feel more relaxed when we are in flow and in our feminine and when we're, when we're given direction and we're led. And that's where, when we could relax and just be like, all right, I know what to do now. All right, cool. Now I can do it. And versus men relax when they have more control and leadership in the situation. So I think biologically and hormonally, I think, I believe that's how we function. Um, You don't have to agree with me on that, but that's what I truly believe And I'm not saying women can never be leaders. I'm not saying men, you know, always have to lead every single thing and be in control of every single thing and be in control of their relationship and be a dominator over the relationship. Like, you don't, you don't need that. But I'm saying naturally, naturally to be in more of this relaxed, I don't know how else to describe it, balanced place, you know, females like less control, men or females thrive on less control, men thrive and the masculine thrives on more. So I don't know. Anyway, check out that book, Hard Times Create Strong Men. That was just, went off on a little tangent. Sorry. Actually not sorry, because that was probably really helpful. Go check out the book, click the link. Anyway, going back to the topic of freedom and being a free man, I really want this to sink in. All right, I want you guys to really ask yourself, am I free? Am I a free man in my life? Do I make the choices I want to make when I want to make them? Or do I do them based on other people's needs or wants or satisfaction? In my relationship, 
am I doing things just not just so I don't rock the boat? Or am I doing things because I really want to do those things? And I really thrive on doing those things. You know, do I set rules in place, aka boundaries, for myself so that I'm not taken advantage of, so that I'm not just manipulated into doing things I don't want to do out of fear? And women will do that. And not always coming from a malicious place, but women will put you in a place of, you know, waving sex in front of you and using that as a means of controlling you or manipulating you to do certain things because we can. You know, it just, to a certain point, if our man takes it, whatever, fuck it. He's taken it. He's taken the bait. I'll use it. It's powerful. I can use it. Why the fuck not? And it's more coming from that place. Not like, aha, I'm going to hold, withhold sex from him and then he'll do whatever I say. It's not always like that. It's like, hey, like I withheld sex from him and then he did what I wanted him to do. All right, I'll just do that again when next time I want something. And the more women do that, the more they train you to be this slave in the relationship I never really worded it as, as as a slave, but just because I'm talking about freedom, I'm I'm talking of you know what's opposing that. Um, so that's why I'm using the word slave. But um, you know, and it, and it just becomes you training or her training you to respond that way, and you training her that hey, this is what I take. You know, if you if you withhold sex from me, I will do whatever you want. And without using those specific words, you're doing that. You're training her to teach you that way saying that you're okay with it and that you react that way to it. And she's training you to be manipulated easily. And then you get resentful. Not you specifically. I don't know if you're in this situation, but a lot of guys will get resentful and feel resentful resentment in their relationship because they feel taken advantage of. And guys will tell me this on the phone. And I'll be like, all right, but wait, who allowed, who allowed you to get taken advantage of? And I'll be like, no, 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 no. Okay, wait, no. Who allowed you to be taken advantage of? There's only one person that allows you to be taken advantage of, and it's your fucking self. So don't blame her for you feeling taken advantage of. Do something about it. Take ownership over the fact that you didn't stand up for yourself. You didn't set boundaries. So why the fuck wouldn't she withhold sex? She can. She did it. It worked. She did it multiple times. It kept working. Why wouldn't she continue to do it? You've been taking it. The question is, why have you been taking it? And what can you do now to step into your power as a man and no longer take that shit that you don't want to take? That's what it is. And that's why I only work with guys. I only work with clients who can look at that situation like that and take ownership over it and say, fuck, yeah, that was on me. Uh, I have control over the situation and I haven't been taking control the way I want to. And I'm not a free man right now in my relationship, but that's my fucking fault. Not hers. No one else's, but mine. I can't blame it on my parents. You know, the way they raised me from when I was five. I can't blame it on my spouse. I can't blame it on my friend that's always telling, giving me advice. You know, you're taking that advice. You're using your parents the way they raised you as an excuse. You're a grown-ass man. Flip the script and look at it from an adult perspective now. You're a big boy. Right, you got to look at it differently now. And even if you do, even if you're not aware of this, because I have clients that I work with where, yeah, we go back to the root, and it has to do with how they were raised. Maybe it had to do with one phrase their dad said to them when they were like six, but that phrase stuck with them, and it led them to a certain belief of how they react with their woman in the relationship. It's it's crazy, 
But, and that's okay, and that's okay for you guys to not be aware of where everything is coming from. But once you are aware, say, holy shit, wow, all right, I gotta fix this now. Don't say, all right, well, it's hard because my dad did this. No, all right, we figured out that it came from your dad, but that's not an excuse. That's a path to freedom. That's a window that was just opened or unlocked. You know, that's a way out. That's a way out of this behavior that you've been stuck in because you didn't understand it. And the cool part about going back to the past and trying to become aware of why the fuck do I do this? Where does this come from? Why do I always respond like that? Why have I always been a pleaser? Why can't I ever say no? Why is it so hard for me? And it's not hard for my friends. It's not hard for my brother. Like, what did I do differently? And that's what you got to do. You have to ask yourself and dig into it a little bit so that you understand because understanding and awareness and clarity is what opens the door to the freedom to exploring the situation. If you just shut it off and you're like, right, this is me. It is what it is. Fuck that. (laughs) No, it doesn't have to be. It is what it is. You have to ask yourself, all right, I don't like this. I don't like living this way. I don't enjoy feeling like a slave in my relationship. I don't enjoy being taken advantage of. I don't enjoy being manipulated all the time. I want to be the man. I want to feel like the man. I want to feel appreciated as a man. I want to feel important to her. What can I do to feel important to her? What am I not doing right now? You need to ask yourself these questions instead of just going through the motions, doing the same shit. If you don't change, nothing changes. I have guys come back to me one whole year later, an entire year. I think one time it was two years and he was still in the same exact situation he was in. Same exact situation. Everything is the same because he didn't ask himself any new questions. And he didn't want to work with me to figure it out at that time. He just kept going through the motions, the same motions and getting the same result because that's always going to happen every time that will happen. Unless you change, nothing changes. Unless you take ownership, you don't change. And real men are what take ownership. When you're a real man and you really say, all right, I'm going to be a fucking man about it. I'm going to own this shit. I'm going to own the fact that I could have changed this. I could have changed my behavior and I didn't, but now I'm going to because I no longer want to live this way and I want to live more like this. And you get clear and you get that sense of power back. And with that sense of power comes confidence. And with confidence comes an energy that is different about you. And that's when women start looking at you differently because you carry yourself differently because you have that energy. You know, it's just like when you walk in a, when you walk in a room, you go to a party and you're like, I don't like that fucking person. I don't know why I'm just getting a bad vibe. You're feeling their energy. They have a bad energy about them, you know, or you simply just meet a person and you're like, they don't seem too confident. You know, you know, like that, right? You know, right away when someone is not confident in themselves, not confident in what they do, not confident in what they're talking about, you know, and women know better. Women are actually better body readers than you guys are because we have babies. So we have that natural biological instinct that reads body language much, much quicker than when men do. We pick up on it quicker and we go into depth a lot quicker with it where we're like, all right, I, I can, I can feel where this guy's from and I'm not attracted. And it happens like that. You can have all the physical appeal in the world, but if we feel that inner, if we feel that energy about you that's either bad or insecure or like super anxious, we want nothing to do with that. We want a guy who's confident, who knows who he is and likes who he is and is improving himself. 
You know, you may not wear, you know, I mean, you may not be exactly where you want to be in your life right now, but if you're improving yourself and you have a goal and you have a plan of moving forward for your life for the better, you carry that energy of improvement. You carry that energy of passion and confidence. Like you're on a mission because you are, you're on a mission to better yourself. And when you are on a mission, women want in on that. And they're like, Ooh, where is this guy going with his life? Where is this guy headed? What is he doing? Like, where is he? He's so passionate about what he talks about. And he's so, he's such a man. <laughs> like that's, that's like, that's something women say. We're like, ah, he's just such a man. <laughs> and it's such a, cause it's such a turn on. And it comes during those moments when men know who they are and they own it. And it doesn't always have to be, oh, I have this huge house and I have this car. Then, in fact, that's the opposite. Because guys who usually are authentic and actually successful never talk about their fucking house or car. (laughs) So I know those guys. They don't talk about it. The guys who are insecure have to flaunt that shit. So it's not always about bragging about what you have or talking about what you have that makes you have a confident energy. It's just being proud of who you are. It's being happy with who you are and enjoying the process you're on in your life. You don't have to own a bunch of shit. You don't have to be the coolest guy in the room or have the nicest watch. That has nothing to do with it. It's how do you feel about yourself when you're by yourself? Because that's the energy that women are going to pick up on. And that's the energy you're going to feel throughout the day. So if you have a shitty energy in general and you just feel like, ah, I'm usually in a bad mood or I have low energy all the time, then something wrong is going on in your head. Meaning you're not focused on yourself, you're not prioritizing yourself, you're not taking care of yourself health-wise, you're not exercising enough, you're not eating properly, you're not sleeping well, you have no plans for the future for moving forward, you're not on a mission. You know, if you're not doing these things, you're not taking care of your finances, you're not keeping track of your finances, you know, you're not dating regularly, you're not talking to women or approaching women or getting attention from the opposite sex in any way or the sex you're interested in. Um, you know, it's just, you need to do those things because that's where you get the energy. You're not learning. Write all those things down. Rewind this. Do the skipped back 15 seconds to rewind button and just take note of those things and seriously ask yourself, all right, on a scale of one to 10, where do I feel I am on each of these things? Am I actually working on this shit? Am I really prioritizing myself? And if you're not, why do you ask why? Because there's too many guys today who are especially saying, well, no, she's, she's my everything. Like I do put myself aside for her all the time. Like she, she always comes first. And guess what? Those guys are always the ones that call me saying she wants out of the relationship. I don't get it. I always put her first. I don't get it. I always want to do everything for her. I'll never leave her. And I told her that. No, do not do that. And do not make that your main focus because she doesn't want it. She's not attracted to that. All right. She wants a guy with who feels like he has options. She wants a free man. That's what this whole topic is about. She doesn't want a guy who's all over her. She doesn't want a guy who's obsessed with her. She doesn't want a guy who doesn't want anyone else but her and he tells her that like every fucking day. Like that comes from a place of insecurity. That comes from a place of like, I can't let go of you because you're all I have. And if you're all I have, she's thinking, if I'm all he has, why do I want him? 
Like, I want someone who has something going on in his life. I want someone who's chasing something and really feeling passionate about his life and where he's going and what he's doing. I don't want someone who, like, I'm the end-all be-all. That's how women feel. And when these guys get super desperate in the relationship, and maybe this is you, I don't know. But if you're getting super desperate and you feel the need to hang on to her because she's going to leave, I'm telling you, the more you hang on and the more you tell her she's number one and you'll do anything for her and you'll always be there forever and ever and ever, the faster she's going to fucking run in the opposite direction. I guarantee you. Women are not sexually desired by that. We're not desiring men who have nothing to gain other than us. <laughs> like, no. You want to be a free man. Going back to it, it's not about women. It's not just about us. It's about you. You know, it's about living a life that you feel proud of and, and being the man that you feel proud of. Especially. So... If you guys feel like this is you and this resonated with you so much and you're like, shit, I need to get my, I need to get my shit together. <laughs> like, I need help. I need to progress. As I always tell you guys, the opposite of growth is depression. If you're not growing, you're dying. That is probably one of my favorite quotes. I've said it probably on every single fucking episode I ever did. <laughs> if you're not moving forward, you're going backward. You are. That's how it is. And you need to move forward and you need to move forward as you as the main priority. And all the good stuff comes from that. I was just talking to a client of mine who is just amazed at where, how he's flipped his life recently in the past few months, just because he put up boundaries. He started saying no to people. And then when he started saying no to people who he felt like were shitty friends anyway, it opened the doors for him to have conversations with people he actually started getting along with and created some authentic friendships and same thing in his relationship. He put up some boundaries. He stopped being taken advantage of and he put his foot down. He didn't accept it anymore. He put a boundary. He ignored it when it happened. He walked away from it when it happened. And she told him the other day that she loved him. And that's something she never says ever, ever. And I said, isn't it funny how when you start saying no and you start turning people away just for the sake of putting yourself first and really prioritizing your own health and your happiness, how, how people start, you start gaining more love and acceptance from people when you do that. It's weird. It's like at first you're in this place where it's like, well, if I shut everyone off, then I'll definitely be alone. But then you realize, wait, I'm turning people away. They're taking away my energy and I'm putting myself first. And now all these people are coming toward me and they're good people. And they're good things, like good compliments, good people, solid friendships, solid experiences, more happiness. Plus, he's getting his own life more on track where he's coming back out of his, you know, he was in a mini, mini depression where he's coming back out and feeling really good about himself. And he's making a ton of progress and he's, he's flipped things by doing, by putting himself first for once in a long time. And all this great shit is happening because of it. So it's really, it really has to do with going back to the main topic, topic of this episode is freedom. Are you a free man? Because when you are a free man and when you treat yourself as one and when you have choices and when you prioritize yourself, good shit happens to you. Your partner is more in love with you. You can connect with people better. Your focus in life becomes clearer when you're a free man. So I want you, like I said, if you resonated with this episode and you feel like you can see potential in yourself, higher potential, 
than what you're achieving by yourself, let me help you. You know, maybe you have a specific issue you're dealing with where you're like, oh God, like I, that's me. I can't say no to anybody. And it's really just taking away my energy, can't focus on my health, and I'm really doing less at my job. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not feeling the way I want to feel. I'm not feeling attractive. I'm not having sex. Like, if this is you, reach out to me so we can get your shit back on track. That's what I do. I help men move forward. And especially now I'm working with a lot of guys who no longer want to be the nice guy. They don't want to be taken advantage of. They want to feel like a strong man. They want to feel important in the relationship and they want to feel like they matter. And they also want some sex because, hey, who doesn't want that? (laughs) So if that's you, click the link below in the description. I'll leave it in the description, book a call to work with me, and then we'll take it from there. Okay. So that is it from today's episode, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, yeah, happy election day. Go out and vote, okay? Use use this day to vote <laughs> and, and try to be, oh man, I don't even know. I just want to say I really hope that regardless of what the outcome of this election is, that our country can just come to a place of peace and strength. I just really wish peace and strength for America during this time. And and uh, yeah, I hope you guys wish that too. Let's just all send good vibes for our country. If you're living in America and wherever you are in the world, um, this is a really important election. So I, I uh, yeah, I hope that I don't want to get into politics. <laughs> I'll just say peace and strength. All right. God bless America. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I will see you in the next one. So have an amazing morning, evening, or night, wherever you are in the world. Talk to you soon.